Movie Reviews with Popcorn and Movies. Hello, everybody. Uh, uh, I want to uh, welcome you in our, sadly, our last episode. And, uh, you know, it's a really emotional moment because you were together with us uh, since the beginning of this adventure, but sadly, it has to go to an end. And because it's an emotional moment, we want to talk about, and we decided to talk about what were the most emotional movies we have ever seen. So uh, first, uh, as you can see, we're again all the team together. Uh, that's pretty awesome because it's going to be the last episode and it's going to be all, everybody together. So uh, I'm going to start with, what about you, Tao? Why would you tell Me? us what has been the most emotional movie you have ever seen? Yeah, so today the topic is emotional film. So I would love to talk about the Korean film. Yeah, I think like most, uh, most Asian people has know this film is named like Along with the Gods. Um, it was released in 2017 and the film was soft as one, but it's presented in two parts. So today I would like to talk about part one. It's called The Two Worlds. I mean, this movie tells the life after death. I mean, the movie started from a firefighter, Kim Jong-un, who died while rescuing a child from a fire. And after that, he is accompanied by three guardians who will defend and accompany him in the face of the trial in the afterlife. Uh, yeah. Because the Kim Shahoon is a good man when he's living, so he gets the title as the novel spirit. In the film, so there are seven trials for 49 days in the life that Kim Shahoon have to overcome. Uh, so he can um, live again, you know, I mean, in the... Reborn. Asian, yeah, yeah, reborn. Yeah, that's the word we will say. Uh, yeah. The seven trials to go through is namely like betrayal, violence, laziness, murders, injustice, deception, and kinship. Um, the main actor that have, have passed six trials, but the last trial, it really made me cry. I mean, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> you know, it's just about the conversation between um, his mom, him, and um, his younger brothers. Because like, uh, Kim Jong-un, he left his home for 14 years, I mean, because of the poverty and his guilty. And his younger brother really hate him because like, he, he never wonder like, why he left the family, something like this. I mean, but, you know, uh, although he lived uh, live far away his family, but uh, the main actor, he worked um, a lot of jobs. Uh, to send the money back for his family. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, the life he has, and sometimes you have to leave your family for some reason, you know. Um, so what's basically what makes you like feel like really emotional about that movie? What's the, 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 the theme or what's the thing that moves you? Yeah, uh, I said that it's just because like the love between his mom and the mom and son because like he left the home for 15 years without uh talking with his mom and in and when he died and then he 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 had the chance to miss his mom 
and talk with her how much he loved her, something like this. Uh, and yeah, I, I mean, this film, I mean, this film teaches me um, to be always to do goodness because like what we do in the world is we'll be accounted in the afterlife. Yeah. Interesting. I have to admit that I have never been familiar with Korean movies, but I have heard that they are really good and some interesting. Uh, yeah. It's, it's really interesting, Korean movies, and actually, well, talking with you uh, outside the podcast and, uh, and recording these videos, uh, uh, you have encouraged me to look more about Korean movies. Uh, no, uh, actually, I'm not interested in much. It's about Korean, but, you know, sometimes they make the film is so, have a good content and so emotional, so that's why I just watch it. Yeah. How about you? Or? Uh, why don't you tell us about your movie, Tian Tian? Oh, my mm, my yeah. movie, yeah. Uh, the movie I pick is called Capernaum. It's a Lebanese movie. Uh, I don't know if you have have you seen that movie before or not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, sorry. But, yeah, I no, but that's it. good. I mean, that's why we're here to learn. Uh, yeah. About- other yeah, yeah uh, so it's a Lebanese movie uh, which tells a story of a 12 years old boy uh, named Zen who lives in the slum of Beirut, Lebanon, sues his parents for the crime of giving him life, and he asks his parents to do not have any more newborn baby. The film follows Zen as his journey from a straight wise child to a like hardened little adult fleeing from his negligent parents, surviving through his wits on the street, where he meets an Ethiopian migrant worker woman who provides him with shelter and food, and then takes care of her baby uh, in return. Like, from my point of view, these parents uh, is not that bad. They didn't abuse them and their other children. However, they raised their children just like keeping pets. They provided them with basic living needs, but they don't have the ability sending them to school to get education. They even sold their 11 years old daughter to a man who owns a grocery shop for marriage. And their daughter died because of uh, the miscarriage afterwards. So like uh, why this movie makes me feel emotional is because it's actually based on real story. Uh, the, little act, the little actor then in the movie is actually a Syrian refugee who lives in Lebanon with his family. They were living in poverty and then was illiterate. He was actually discovered by the actor on the street. So after the movie released, the government helped him and his family gain the refugee status uh, in Norway and they began their new life in here and then started going to school. I think the movie changed his life, but, um, uh, and I believe every child deserves a better future and better life, regardless of races and religion. However, like there are two many child in this world who live in like extreme poverty and barely have any chance to get access to basic education. Like I think we as human beings still have long way to go to fix this issue. And I don't think it can be fixed very quickly. 
So that's my emotional point. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And when it is like a real life a, a, a movie that's thinking that it's real makes you feel like more emotional about it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, because sometimes you watch a movie and it's like, oh, okay, that's fiction. But when you know that it's a real life, it's like, what the hell? So this really yeah. happened, you know? <laughs> It's just, it's a very good movie. It's worthwhile watching if you have time. Yeah, I, I would watch it. Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah, thank you for your recommendation. That's good to know. Well, even his film, excellent. So, you're going to talk about another real life movie, right, Daniel? Sorry? You're going to talk also about a real life movie, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, inspired, uh, I don't remember the man's name, but. Um, before I even mention the movie, I'll just mention some of like my honorable mentions of movies that I was considering. Um, you know, I have an affinity for Robin Williams. I shared that with my favorite movie last week. I was thinking about Goodwill Hunting. I was thinking about Patch Adams as two really solid movies, very emotional movies um, to, to choose from. Uh, also I just, real life, right? Patch Adams was also real. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, um, I, I didn't choose those. And another one I was thinking, and I do want to mention this, uh, your name, which is a, an anime movie. Uh, and that, yeah. that if you've ever seen that movie, you're on the brink of tears. Like it is just so powerful. Uh, the storytelling in anime is just, um, second to none. Like, uh, I think a lot of North American, um, uh, television and Hollywood could really, really benefit from uh, having uh, just these different uh, storytellers come in and start telling stories. Um, but anyhow, um, my movie that I did choose uh, is a movie starring Will Smith, and that is The Pursuit of Happiness. And The Pursuit of Happiness uh, is kind of just goes along the journey of, uh, of a man who is uh, kind of just not not really making it out in the world he he has this idea an invention he's trying to sell it uh to to different dentists uh and he's able to uh he buys a whole lot of them uh but then ends up getting stuck with them and each unit uh basically represents a month's worth of rent for him uh and his family uh his wife leaves him he's stuck with his son um, and he, he's basically homeless, so they're going and living in homeless shelters and that. And then he, he's, what he's doing is he's um, doing this internship uh, at uh, a, a financial broker. And um, he is doing this, this uh, internship, and it's not paid. Uh, but he made it in, so he's, he's spending an entire, uh, the, the entire period not getting paid, going every single day, hoping to be able to make it, um, uh, and uh, he ends up making it in the end, uh, which is absolutely unreal to see the perseverance, the pursuit of happiness that he wanted to be able to provide for his son. He wanted to have a happy life. He wanted to be able to um, and it wasn't about money. He ended up getting money in the end, but it wasn't about money. It was about, um, about being able to just even have the most simple, uh, things in life. And he, he was happy throughout the movie. Nonetheless, you know, he went through a lot of struggles, but he always had a son and his son meant the world to him. And I think that this is a really powerful thing. Um, the, the bond between a father, uh, and his son. And for me, uh, that, uh, that certainly, uh, hits home for me because uh, I definitely have a very close relationship.
relationship with my father um, and seeing uh, the sacrifices he made in his life for me. So uh, that would be my favorite movie, most emotional movie. Um, and I think part of the emotional movies, um, really you connect with the movies that connect with you. Um, and so this movie connects with me on a personal level. And I think for, for others, like the movies that they might choose might affect or might, might be based off of their values or uh, whatever it may be. But uh, I think emotional movies is something that we definitely, uh, I, I think people should talk a lot more about because there's some fantastic movies out there that tell wonderful stories. Yeah, actually, this is a, this is a movie that I actually have seen, and I remember this scene when uh, when they're in the bathroom of uh, of the subway. This is the bathroom of subway, right? Yeah, that subway uh -huh. scene. Yes. Oh, that uh, scene is really hard, man, to see. I mean, they're banging on the door. Yeah, yeah. on the door, and then it, him and his son are just curled up on the bathroom floor, literally just like they couldn't get inside of a shelter that evening. They have no place to stay. They're they're literally they're just scared for their lives. They're just desperate, um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's certainly a difficult scene to watch. But my goodness, is it powerful? And is, and it, sorry, it's John. That, that is Jaden Smith, isn't it? It is Jaden Smith, yeah. And it's incredible, this part of how you say it, right? That, for example, uh, when, when, when he's trying to make his son, uh, he's trying to make his son believe that it's a game. That's the most powerful thing, you know? It's like he's saying, there's a game, let's go and let's hide. So he cannot be affected by the stress or, or, or that he could not... Uh, be realized what what's really happening you know that's something really 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 emotional that part yeah and, and it happens throughout the movie you know um and he really the idea is he's trying to shelter his son in any way possible because what they're going through is really traumatic and he does not want to have his son lacking in any way he wants to provide for his son and in the end he does and that's just uh that's powerful but like just like the whole process of him trying to protect his son is just so powerful. It's such a powerful imagery. Uh, I, I compare it very similar, uh, that movie, uh, to, um, uh, to, to Mrs. Delphire, like I said, um, where, where, uh, uh, where Robin Williams tries to protect his children and even Finding Nemo, um, where Finding Nemo is just where a father's pursuing uh, for his child. Uh, across the entire ocean uh, just to find his son so all those movies it's all about protecting of your children and i think that it's just really a powerful uh powerful image in movies okay interesting thanks for sharing daniel really emotional totally um now sean it's your turn man <laughs> my emotional movie is going to be this last podcast when we watch it back I know, man. I, I'm almost crying. I'm almost crying at this moment. It's a two-hour-long feature, Sean. <laughs> okay, so I was, I was stuck between two. My first one, I was going to uh, pick one that everyone knew, which was Armageddon. Did you know that scene when he was like, he pushes oh, no. your man back into the thing, and he's talking to his daughter, and then he blows up. Nah, Bruce Willis, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, and they're, they're like. She's bawling watching him. It was like, ah, oh, no, that brought a tear to my. It does every time, like, 
but the movie I went with was a movie called um, The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. I don't know if any of you have seen it. Netflix, right? It's, it's yeah, yeah, Netflix. it was Netflix, but it's not. I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. But it's about it's a story about a, a Malawian kid. Um, his name is William. It's based on a true story. So he had um, he was in a Malawian town called I think it was Wimba or something. Uh, anyway, but uh, the town was kind of uh, there was a lot of farmers in the town anyway. And they really relied on like uh, interdependency between like creating food and like the food crops in the town. But there was a famine cropping up in the town, and then. Like the government stopped supporting them and then the so this kid William he his family couldn't afford school anymore so he ended up getting thrown out of school and he started reading a book I think it was called used energy or something like that so he came up with a concept uh, an idea and he started using like electronic stuff around him and he just he managed to come up with a concept of how to build a windmill for the town and so just to to so he could pump water into the crops again but um, what happened? So, yeah, so he, like the, the last thing that the, their family had was the family bike. And they needed this bike to go to other towns and get food. So if they didn't have the bike, they'd starve to death. So eventually after a lot of, he, the father was very reluctant to give it to him, but he eventually gave him the bike to take apart so that he could build a windmill. And uh, there's this moment at, towards the end of it where he, he got the wind, he had the windmill built, the, the, all the, the whole community surrounded him, they helped him build the windmill, and there was this moment when he took, they turned it on, and so it started going around anyway, and there was kind of the anticipation of waiting to see if the water would irrigate into the soil, and then like, it was kind of disappointment for a minute, and then you see the first drop of water, and you can see the father looking, and the father's really proud, and it was like, oh my god, he did it, and like this 14-year-old kid managed to like, save the whole town, and like they've managed oh. to make crops again after that. It's a lovely story. Uh, I remember I, I, I was on my list on Netflix. I don't remember it still. I haven't watched it. I have to admit it. I just know that it was on Netflix. Yeah, no, it's really good. I definitely recommend watching it. I don't think it's there anymore though. Mm. So sad. So I know that the, the CEO of Netflix is really a huge fan of this podcast. So uh, we would like to tell him that he should totally uh, do something so we can watch this movie again on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I we, hope he needs to, to do that. It. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Moises? What's your uh, most emotional film? My most emotional film, man. Uh, there is one that totally, uh, uh, that I remember, I was really emotional about it. The Green Mile. Have you oh, yeah. watched it? Oh, yeah. I love The Green Mile. <laughs> I own the movie. I bought it because I wanted to buy. I wanted to watch it. It's at home waiting for me, and I just I need to watch it. <laughs> Man, you need to watch it. What about you, Tian or Tao? Have you watched The Green Mile? No, <laughs> I was Sorry, searching it right now. Yeah. <laughs> With Tom Hanks. With Tom Hanks. Green Tom Mile. Hanks. I know Tom Hanks with Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you know Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to hear more from you, yeah, Moses. Excellent. Well, yeah. uh, well, this is a movie that was released actually in 1999. It has been a while ago. Um, uh, it's starring Tom Hanks with uh, uh, this guy, Michael Clark Duncan. I don't know if you know who it's Michael Clark Duncan. 
Which one is he in the film? Uh, I think he's in Armageddon. Or I think he's in Armageddon. Michael Clark Duncan. No. I think so. That, let me check. Uh, I think, yeah, he's in Armageddon. He's, he's Bear. Oh, I think I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bear. He appears in the movie Armageddon Bear. This uh, 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 big guy, uh, uh, Afro-American guy, you know, uh, he has like a, a, a really uh, a really characteristic eyesight. I don't know if you remember that guy, but well, you definitely have to see it because it's a, first of all, this is a, a movie based on one of my favorite writers, uh, Stephen King. So it's like a movie based on a, on a, a Stephen King novel, and it's a relationship between this uh, this guy that is in a prison that is actually a, 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 a Michael Clark Duncan and Tom Hanks that is a guard that is taking care of him. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan, it's um, it's gonna be like sent to the electric chair, uh, and I don't want to spoil. But all the movie, it's about why he was sent to jail, to jail and why he was sent to be killed in the electric chair. Okay, uh, so basically that's the that's the the plot of the movie. I don't want to spoil it because I, I would really recommend it, Daniel. I don't want oh, to spoil yeah. it for you. It's on my list. I actually just looked him up, uh, and uh, that actor you were saying, Michael, um, and Clark. he was, he was yeah he was in um, Scorpion King as well. Um, oh, which is like Scorpion King to me is uh, is amongst the best rock movies, uh, Dwayne Johnson movies. Um, he has the deepest voice I've ever come across. What's that? He has the deepest voice I've ever come across. Oh yeah, it's, he's an Armageddon yeah. when he's like, even oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he's just hilarious. He's he's like he's such a, like a boss, like just a boss actor. He's just like I'll wreck something. Like he's just he's a big dude. That's that, that's the interesting thing about this movie because you know he's like the one that is in prison and you see that guy and he looks like bad he looks like I don't know like a really mean guy but when you start to 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 know the the character on the green mall you're gonna find like he's a really really nice guy that he has a really big heart and that's what I think that's that um, that mix of feelings is what makes this movie emotional because you see this guy big. And you start, and, and, and you hear what he has done and why he was sent to, to electric chair, and you're like, I cannot believe he's done that, you know. Uh, so you can find like, at the at, at the at the end, he's a really really lovely guy. So that's why I think it's really emotional, you know. Mm -hmm. So I totally recommend it to you. I think that's a really good one. So, with everybody sharing our emotional movies, I think. Yeah. It's time to say goodbye to this to this season. Moment. It's time to say goodbye. We just want to say to our followers, our thirteen followers. Thank you, thirteen followers. We are we really loved you. Uh, we want to say to our thirteen followers, thank you so much for for following us. Uh, we're finishing this first season because we were hired by. Hollywood, um, they really enjoy our podcast. So we're gonna be hosting the 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 Oscar Awards next year. So uh, we're gonna be over there. 
And I just want to tell you, if you think that we deserve an A1 on this assignment, please thumbs up this video. Uh, and if you think that it was the best podcast, well, double thumbs up, please. And uh, well, I don't know if you want to say something, guys. Some emotional words. Do you want to say something? No. Um, it's it's. Uh, I had good time making video and podcast with you guys. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is good. Oh, we <laughs> love you guys. We miss you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, the last thing we want I want to say is stay safe. Uh, hope to see you again in other circumstances. Uh, thank you for joining us and thank you for watching us. Thank you. And bye. 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 <laughs>